0: Yesterday's episode on levels really seems to have struck a nerve. Shout out to Ricardo on Twitter, who DM'd me about his situation as a full-stack engineer and a T1 diabetic. I'm pre-diabetic. I have a family history of diabetes. I don't have it yet. But if I continue the way that I'm living, I'll probably have it. So I'm definitely very keen on trying to fix that. Um, And maybe levels is the right solution maybe not but i think it's just one of the more compelling stories that are out there and i'm all about telling stories <laughs> even though it's more about health anyway so this interview is the second in a row that we're t- covering levels um it's not going to be a habit it's the i've been listening to most of the levels podcast, and these are the two episodes that i picked out this one is an endorsement from someone who cannot be bought um this is betsy McLaughlin, who is a former ceo Uh, very, very high achiever, very disciplined person, um, trying everything and failing and then trying levels.
1: I am so excited to introduce Betsy McLaughlin. She has an incredible professional history and has been a levels member for about a year and has an incredible health journey that we're going to be talking about today. So a little bit about Betsy. She has held A number of executive leadership roles in many different areas of retail, including being the former president and CEO of Hot Topic, a role that she held until 2011. She was the senior vice president of merchandising and marketing at Hot Topic during their IPO in 1996. And under her leadership, Hot Topic grew from 16 stores in 1993 to more than 800 stores in 50 states and Puerto Rico. She is now on the board of several companies, many of which are some of my favorite consumer brands, including Good American, Everlane, and Bark, and has previously held board positions at companies including Veggie Grill and Pinkberry. Betsy has received many awards for her leadership and strategy, including being recognized as one of the best CEOs in America. And under her leadership, Hot Topic was named one of Fast Company's most innovative companies and Fortune's best companies to work for. As I mentioned, she's a longtime Levels member, has an incredible and inspiring health journey with the program, and we're going to dig into all of that today. Welcome to A Whole New Level, Betsy. Thank you,
2: Casey. Happy to be here.
1: So you have um, gone through a lot in this last year, losing 81 pounds since September of 2020, something that so many people hope to do, but very few accomplish. So I'd love for you to walk us through your health journey prior to September 2020, when you made some new changes and what your health goals had been and tactics you'd tried previously to achieve them.
2: Sure. Well, you know, I was not blessed with uh, metabolic genetics, favorable metabolic genetics. So I have struggled with weight my entire life you know, through elementary school, junior high, high school, yo-yo dieting, you know, it's very tough to be a teenager and be overweight. So I think my first loss of 40 pounds happened when I was 13 years old using Weight Watch, the Weight Watchers program. But, you know, as my life went on, you know, you try to work around things, you recognize you're never going to be the thinnest person in the room, you get educated on what truly is important and what isn't important. And I'd always been very athletic. So I had the benefit of you know, having, I think, a good muscle structure. But as I, you know, got into my career and recognized that, you know, I was traveling quite a bit. I was eating out quite a bit. I was under, you know, great stress, maybe not consciously, but certainly as I look back now, subconsciously. Um, I realized that, you know, it wasn't just my weight, but there were things that change in your body as you age and as you go through and do all your testing and you realize that, gee, okay, is the cholesterol creeping up and what's happening, you know, with my heart health and what's happening with my weight. And so I recognized probably right around 40 that the upward direction of all of these numbers I obviously was not able to control and that I needed to get my, my arms around it. And I was very lucky that I had the means to be able to go to doctors and trainers. And I went through many nutritionists and uh, used some overseas doctors who were doing some you know experimental work to try to figure out what was happening with my metabolism. I think I've been on every diet you can imagine. I'm very disciplined. And so it wasn't as if I couldn't follow you know, what was being asked. I, you know, exercise, I actually had a treadmill as a desk when I turned 42. So I was standing all day and walking one to two miles per hour all day, including during meetings. And still I was unable to drop weight. So um, I've kept at it because I thought there's got to be an answer to this. I've just not found it. And I think for the 20 years between 40 and basically 60 years old, Anything that anybody threw my way, any specialist that was doing something different, you know, I I engaged and did not work. Well, at 54 years old, I was uh, diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and went through the process of surgery and then also uh, five years of treatment. And one of the things they tell you when you go on, you know, extended treatment is that the drugs, work against you especially as it relates to metabolism part of it is uh, what happens with your joint health you tend to become less active you tend to not pay as much attention to what you're eating and even if you do you see this gradual weight gain well when i was diagnosed and and when i started the treatment i i promised myself i would not change my exercise regimen at all and that i would continue to be dedicated to exercising six days a week doing weight training, doing cycling. Uh, I had retired in 2011 and had met an amazing guy by the name of Michael Stavik, who became my personal health coach. And he got me into a great routine uh, to keep me healthy. And then the cancer happened. And we continued to be in that routine, despite the fact that there were many mornings I didn't even want to get out of bed because I I was uh, in so much pain. But I did it Anyway. Despite the fact that I was continued my exercise and actually amped it up, I actually started exercising harder and longer and more thoughtfully, I um, still gained weight. And I was just beside myself that over this course of time, I was going to yet put on probably tens of pounds. I knew this was happening. I I could see it because I knew what my background was. And I could also see over the first year and a half what was happening. I was still moving around. Still felt relatively healthy, but felt like I just didn't have control over what was going on. And Michael actually is the person who introduced me to Levels. And he said, listen, you know, I know that you don't register as a diabetic. I know you've probably never measured your glucose other than going and getting, you know, your point in time reading. But this is something that I think is it's one of the only things you have not looked at in detail to address your metabolic health. And this is never, you know, it hasn't been on the market before. This is really revolutionary and it is a wearable and you, and I'm like, I have to put it in my arm. It has to stay in my arm. And he said, yes, but you know, you can't see it. It's, it's really non-invasive. And I was a bit skeptical, but he brought it over. He literally brought it over and stuck it in my arm. (laughs) I'll tell you how important that day was. It was October 4th of 2020. It is the day that changed my life and i didn't know it was the day that it was going to change my life but it clearly now i think for the rest of my life i will remember october 1st 4th, 4th of 2020 and i put it in and what he said to me which was really interesting is that just continue to do what you're doing for 2 weeks just want you to you know monitor and eat and let's just see what's happening with your glucose and i of course was on the I don't have a glucose problem. I don't have an insulin problem. I don't have a diabetic problem. I've watched this. My dad has diabetes, so I'm a little sensitive to it, but I've been crazy about this my life because I don't want to be a diabetic. And sure enough, this monitor went on. And I had also, by the way, once I was diagnosed with cancer, decided I was going on a plant based diet. I was going to eliminate all meat and all alcohol. So at the point in time where I put the monitor on, I had been plant-based for almost four years. And I thought I was doing the greatest ever, right? I was eating quinoa and brown rice and sweet potatoes. I was eating sweet potatoes steamed and then put in the refrigerator so they were cold and I would eat them like apples. Uh, I was eating... Very, very clean tofu. I was eating gluten free soy sauce, smari. So I was doing all of these things that I thought were just the silver lining in the cancer was that I had transitioned my nutrition to be plant based. So I came into this, I wouldn't really say cocky, but I came in thinking I'm not really sure what this is going to teach me because I've already taken out anything that I believe, you know, it has any uh, negative impact on your insulin levels. I had not had fast food for 20 years. I don't drink sodas. I have very little processed sugar. I mean, I'd gone through all of this. These habits had all been established during the 20 years that I was trying to figure out what was happening with my metabolism. And every specialist that came in took me off of something. If they if they weren't taking me off of grains, they were taking me off of sugar or they were taking me off of anything but water during the day. So I had made some of these these adjustments already. So my glucose monitor goes in and over the first two weeks, actually over the first, I would say three or four days, I was shocked because the first meal I had was a sweet potato, a boiled sweet potato. And my glucose shot up to, I think, 180 or 190, which was nuts and stayed there for three hours. And I just remember thinking, did I eat something that I didn't know I ate? Or is there, you know, is there some secret in here? Was the, did, diet, did something go into the sweet potato? I mean, I was just really, really shocked. And then I had some quinoa and the same thing happened. And then I had lentils the next day and the same thing happened. And it became very clear to me that I had made all of my food choices on issues other than glucose or insulin. It was all about what the plant-based diet said to have or what I thought in my mind was good for me. And after about two weeks and almost everything that I had been eating spiking my levels and not just spiking them up and down, but spiking them in these, I call them the scary domes that last for five hours. Like you eat dinner and it goes up and then it just never comes down till like 3 a.m. in the morning and then it crashes. And then you sort of work your way back up to you know normalcy was happening every single day and you know intellect it was a great intellectual process for me in addition to the emotional what the hell just happened but i thought my gosh you mean i am now i have been doing this for decades trying to figure out what the issue is this has been the issue all along nobody has made a comment to me about insulin levels because i haven't registered in the diabetes or threat of diabetes land And so had I known this as much as I watched my cholesterol and as much as I was, you know, watching my heart rate, had I known this, I would have been 20 years ahead, but this wasn't available then. So that's what shifted. So two weeks. And then after two weeks, I mean, I was very, at that point in time, I went out, I went back and looked at the levels instructions and read everything I was supposed to do. Because of course I went into this thinking, oh yeah, I'll put it on. I'll figure this out for myself. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. I got to log everything. I need to make my list. I need to do the most, the amazing thing was when I did the juxtaposition, there's a list that comes that says try brown rice versus white rice, try X versus Y. And I went through most of that list because now I was just curious of all the food that I eat on a regular basis, how how does it work? What does it do to me? And um, it became a, a, just a fascinating journey. By the end of October, I actually had a list of the you know 30 foods that did not spite me. And I made a commitment to myself that I would for one month only eat those 30 foods. And in the meantime, I would research you know, what else I could do? Or, or, you know, is there a second level to this as opposed to just knowing, you know, food on its own. And so I ate the 30 foods. And within the first month, uh dropped, I think 15 pounds. And, it, oh my and no, no change in exercise. I just changed what I was eating. And I was shocked. Everybody around me was shocked doctors was like this, okay, this is great. But remember your first month could be water. Let's see how it adjusts. And, you know, as you said, Casey, I'm, you know, around the loss of 80 pounds. Actually, I hit that, I think, uh, seven months in. And when I went to have my checkup and run all the numbers again, usually you get the text from the, the guys who run your blood that say your numbers are there. You can look them up. I received a text from my internist who just said, holy shit, (laughs) I've never seen anything like this. It was crazy. My A1C went from 6.1 to 5.2. My glucose went from, you know, the high like 117 to 84. My insulin went from 30 to five. I mean, it was nuts. And I became an evangelist for levels. I think I've turned on more of my friends who also have had issues either with metabolism or just having trouble losing weight just to understand, you know, how this all works. I mean, it really is a, a game changer for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that Michael introduced me to levels because I know I would still be struggling right now. And, you know, who knows, who knows where you are when you continue to gain weight as you, as you get older. But I, I am very grateful for levels being in my life and I keep it on now. I, I still have it. I still have 60 pounds I would like to lose in addition to where I am. I've, I've plateaued a bit. And so I've had to shake it up a little, but I, I'm, I'm very happy that that i have my friend my friend on my on my arm all the time to both keep me honest and to inform me you know on a regular basis how my body is doing.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing all of that Betsy and it's just it's really an incredible and inspiring story uh, and really a testament to how we can be working really hard and really disciplined and doing all the right investments nutrition exercise, getting a great team on board. And yet, if it's not what's right for our body or what our body really needs, we may be not seeing the results we want.
0: I do want to relate how I personally came in contact with levels. Um, I followed Justin Maris, who is some kind of indie hacker person type advisor, blogger, health guru slash scammer. Anyway, he started a weight loss challenge using levels. And basically the whole point was you give him $600 up front, and for every day that you don't exceed your glucose levels, he gives you back some of that money. And that was the premise. And I didn't do so great, but I mean, I got back some money and I think that it was a really healthy exercise. So I would like to do it again, uh, except that I'm traveling too much right now. I have a feeling that I'm probably going to try it again without his help.